You're listening to the Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. It is Tuesday, June 11th. Definitely thought it was Wednesday this morning. It is not. Because I really want it to be tomorrow night. <laughs> What's tomorrow night? Game I don't understand. Game the Stanley Cup Finals. Oh. It's no big deal. Not a big deal at all. It's just, you know, it's fine. <laughs> We're going to try to go to the watch party at Bush Stadium. Stadium. Yeah. If yeah, we I can get tickets. So if I don't oh, show up to... Thursday morning, <laughs> that's why. I'm kidding. I'll be You're... here. Because <laughs> you were stuck at Bush Stadium. I mean, it might take us six hours to get home from that if we actually end up going. So, yeah, you, need, you have to have And tickets. even longer if they win. Yeah. That's... Uh, that's kinda... I don't... Mm, we need, like, a personal helicopter. <laughs> Maybe we'll bike. <laughs> Do you think bikes would be a good idea? No. Not that even. <laughs> we have two good things on deck today. We're going to talk about the importance of friendships yes. in ministry. I'm excited um, for this one. Yes, we've, we've tried. We've been waiting for a long time. <laughs> we've tried a few times, and uh, <laughs> we're going to. It's going to happen today. We're going to talk with Deaconess Heidi Gaiman about friendships in ministry, the importance of that. I don't think she's walking through Prague today, so um, that's. Uh, so we'll have that conversation. And yesterday we had the chance to uh, to record with Michael Clatt. He's president and CEO of the Lutheran Home Association, based out of Belle Plaine, Minnesota. They have a, an organization in Wisconsin. Uh, called King's Path. So we'll learn mm-hmm. more about that. Um, it's a senior living community and how they're working. Uh, they're willing to partner with uh, with congregations and other organizations around the country mm-hmm. to develop more um, resources and, and services to seniors. So uh, stick around for that. Thanks to Concordia University, Wisconsin for supporting the Coffee Hour. Find out more about them at cuw.edu. Live Uncommon. I did not catch you drinking your coffee that time. No, I was ready for that one. (laughs) Joining us today, Deaconess Heidi Gaiman. Thank you so much for coming on today. Are you back in the United States this time? I am. I'm just sitting in my normal spot in front of my computer, ready to talk to you guys. That was so fun, though. You were going to a Vivaldi concert last time that, that we was talked. Exciting. I was. I was. And, you know, it was friendship oriented, too, because oh. I was visiting my friend Kim, who's a missionary. And you guys have talked to her several mm-hmm. times. I know. Yeah. Um, and Coffee Talk or something else or... I don't even, what's the name of your program, you guys? <laughs> the Coffee Hour. You've only been on like okay, a dozen sorry. times. Coffee Talk. Right. Coffee Talk. Yeah. Okay. That, that is not the um, 1990s. No, right. And yeah, it's not Saturday I, I night. Like, hopefully our listener gets that joke. Um, so anyway, Kim, I would visit, I went to visit her and I had all these airline miles from like doing my actual work and roaming around and doing all these speaking events and getting to see people in person and all that. And so I decided to cash in my um, airline miles and visit Kim. And then I got to go to like a theological conference with the Eurasia missionaries and stuff. It was like so fun. It's so such a great combo of stuff and and be with her refugees with her. But people would ask me like, what are you doing here? And I I was like, well, I'm visiting Kim. Mm-hmm. And it was like not enough for people. Like they were like, well, well, what, well, what else are you doing here? And I was like, well, I'm, I'm just visiting Kim, you know? And so it really opened my eyes to this idea that I don't know that we're like living in friendship as adults very often, you know, especially in the church, because these are people who are connected through the body of Christ. And you would think that that's like, oh yeah, you're going to visit your friend because you've known her for 20 plus years and, you know, But no, that wasn't, you know, we just don't do those kind of things. And so I think this is an important topic. And we already kind of addressed friendship once, but I know today we wanted to talk about some of the nuts and bolts of it. You know, how do you get there? How do you um, embrace friendship on that kind of day-to-day basis and like meeting each other in each other's lives? Yeah, this is something that uh, especially 
moving as an adult can be. That's that's when you kind of hit this head on uh, because mm-hmm. maybe you've had. Uh, grade school friends or, or childhood friends that you've known for a long time and then you maybe go away to college and you have new friends because you're all in the same environment doing the same kind of things and then if you move again as an adult all of a sudden you're in this new place and, and you realize that you you don't know anyone you're still connected to all of those friends uh via the the wonders of the internets um <laughs> but but uh we, we were talking before before we came on the internet friends um that maybe you you only know because of the internet are very different than friends that that you have that one-on-one time in person uh when you can have those face-to-face conversations like at a Mm -hmm. coffee shop to actually to to have those real conversations um yeah but how i don't know this is such a big topic where to start how how do you even take that first step or um right even figure out like who who do you want to be friends with who do you want to hang out with (laughs) i know i know it's like kindergarten all over again yeah you know yeah it is and i think one of the reasons for this big topic and i sort through this with my research a lot and i'll be working on it a lot in the next year but like so the church on earth is supposed to be one of the safest places for us but that doesn't always mean that it is and that doesn't always mean that that's where all of our friendships come from and so i think it is hard it's like a big complicated theological idea friendship that we haven't really discovered in the bible um and so i think we need to definitely get back into god's word and look like what is friendship what does god intend is it to some degree i mean i know that god has the one another's and god cares for us but friendship is I, I don't know. I'm wrestling with whether it's a God idea or a man-made idea. And, you know, I know we're supposed to have each other, um, but we're also, I think we've kind of convoluted some of the like Disney Channel ideas of what <laughs> friendship is into like our own. And so I think we have to start piecing that out a little bit. So where to start? I think one thing I hear from people all the time is that they just really want a friend. Like they wish for a friend, especially in ministry. I just want one friend, you know, someone who will invite me to something, someone who will, um, you know, just call and check on me, someone who's going to text me in the morning and be like, how's your day? What's on tap? You know, whatever. Um, And the thing I would tell people over and over again is like, you have to invite someone. Like you, we will never find friends waiting for our phone to ring or wait. Who calls people? I don't know why I said that. (laughs) Um, You know, we will never find friends waiting for someone to extend the invitation. And so I think part of grown-up life, and and this is hard. I I mean, I have only compassion for this, but I'm going to actually talk about it like I don't have compassion because I feel like I can't break through to people otherwise. Like, it's time to put on the big pants of adulthood and invite people into our lives. Like we are not doing that very often. Instead, we are waiting for that invitation. And I get it. We, we want to be wanted, but that's God's job in our life. Like we are, we are wanted by the, the most holy, most high, most magical, mysterious, mighty God that we could ever imagine. He sent his son to show us how much he wants us in his life. He forgives our sins. That's enough for us. So then we can go and find people and invite people into our lives because we have that foundation of God inviting us. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. And uh, 
it's just it, it can be uh, an, an awkward situation if you mm-hmm. you don't really know what the other person is going to say. I, there's there's a meme on Facebook somewhere um, that I know <laughs> of social course media. There is. There's a meme of for that. Of course, it's like it's two people. And it's like, hey, I like you. Let's be friends. It's just like yeah. <laughs> random yeah. people. Um, but how do how do we kind of live in that in that awkwardness mm-hmm. of 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 those I don't know kindergarten friendships of of just getting right. to know people? Yeah, I mean, it's kind of time to. In the area of friendship, it's it is time to like return to kind of middle school, you know, like where <laughs> where you feel a little bit weird all the time. Um, and I think that um, reaching out, the biggest fear is rejection. I mean, when you get mm-hmm. down to it, that person can absolutely say like, "No, thank you," <laughs> and <laughs> and that's terrifying as an adult. And so you have to you have to let yourself feel that inner middle schooler and be like, well, that stinks, you know, like, and, and that's God working too. That's, and, and friendship is this grace filled place. And so people should be allowed to say no. And just because someone says no to one invitation doesn't mean we don't invite again, you know, and I mean, it, a friendship requires some tenacity, you know, if you will, like some persistence. Um, and so inviting again and again is a, is a good thing. Um, but I also think that there's these other areas of awkwardness where, yeah, you walk up to someone and like, if you're talking about church, so often you're like drinking your weird styrofoam cup of coffee in the narthex and you're like, Hey, you know, like trying to, make some small talk or whatever. But I would say just like, look for those people that you connect with, you know, that's kind of the CS Lewis thing is like turning to someone and being like, Hey, you too, like there, God will put those people in your lives. And, and that's something we can pray about. And I know it's not easy. Everything about friendship is hard and it's personal and it's vulnerable. And so like put it before God, but there, there are people out there where the conversation will start to come a little more natural, but you will have to like, you know, be okay with that feeling of, of middle school first and awkwardness builds friendship. If I could convince anybody of anything else about friendship, it would be, you can't have friendship without awkwardness. Like that's part of the whole building of layers of really getting to know each other, you know, because otherwise what's friendship if we all just look good all the time? Like that's not real friendship. Mm -hmm. And we have a minute (sighs) left. We need to do like a five part series on this. You know, how guys go about that and how Mm. how women go about that, Mm. I think. Mm -hmm. Let's do an episode on that. (laughs) Listen to you all. We should. (laughs) That would be really good. That's a new episode. Mm-hmm. I like I, it. I'm it's summer. It. We can do that. Yeah. Right? yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's do it. All the time in the world. Um, <laughs> right. But right. don't you think, do you agree that, that how guys go about building those friendships is different than how, how women go about building those friendships as well? And and perhaps even what we're seeking those friendships may be yeah. different mm-hmm. as well. But the, the, um, the value of having those relationships, mm-hmm. those friendships yeah. is important too, mm-hmm. especially in, in, through those, those difficult times, through um, those times of, of triumph as well. I know how valuable it is to me to have um, the you know a, a couple of guy friends to encourage me through those times when um, <laughs> I'm being lazy, and they're the ones to remind me that uh, to man up, right? Yeah, to not be lazy, <laughs> um, to do what uh, what needs to be done. So I'm very thankful for that. We will continue our conversation. Yes. It's just an ongoing conversation without any awkwardness with our friend Ethan is Heidi Gaiman. <laughs>
Coming up in just a little bit, uh, stick around for our conversation with Michael Klatt, President and CEO of the Lutheran Home Association. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. You're listening to The Coffee Hour.